Hello, my name is Lindsay and welcome to the podcast. Today we are going to be getting into the astrology of Pluto shifting signs and what is to come for the mundane collective world as we are on the brink of a massive shift in energy and how the world is going to change for the future. Let's get into it. So on March 23rd, Pluto is going to ingress into Aquarius and it is going to um, just stay there till June. So we just get a little taste of Pluto entering Aquarius, Um, but we are already seeing stuff taking place in the mundane world that is showing us that a massive shift is coming. And I just find it so interesting that when Pluto changed signs back in 2008, it left Sagittarius and went into Capricorn in 2008. And that is when we saw the, that is when we saw the global financial crisis. And it's so wild to see that Pluto is at 29 degrees Capricorn right now. And we are watching um, banks collapsing. We're watching a banking crisis and that all goes back to the money, right? How toxic the money is. And really what Pluto wants to do is expose hard truths that we don't necessarily want to hear, but we need to hear them. And um, Pluto takes a long time to Uh, expose these truths. So you can kind of think of Pluto like a volcano where you will be getting these um, big eruptions and then things will go dormant and it will seem like things are fine. And then another big eruption comes. And since 2008, that is what we have been watching within the systems and structures that run the world. Capricorn is a earth sign that rules over any structure or system that is what, you know, society needs in order to um, work together. And what we're watching right now with Pluto being at the anoretic 29 degrees is this um, massive exposing of how It's not, you know, it's not the banks, it's not the government, it's not this, like, there's all these scapegoats that like to go around too within the Capricorn archetype and, and, and so be it. But what is really, um, being exposed is that it's the money itself. And I feel like because Pluto is going to be going back and forth between Aquarius and Capricorn over the next two years. So it won't be until November of 2024 until Pluto is fully into Aquarius. But I feel like so these next two years is really going to be a wake up call for the everyday person who's going to start to understand that it's really the money that's the problem. The fiat debt based money. It's toxic, toxic money. And when you have toxic money 
through the veins of society, you get a toxic society. And we're watching how the top centralized governments, elites, they have had control of the monetary system. They can choose when to print money and where it goes to and all of this stuff. So this is really going to be a huge focus as this whole system starts to unravel. And I think it's going to be really interesting once Pluto is firmly planted into Aquarius and what we're going to see to come from that. So let's talk about Aquarius's archetype. Now, Aquarius is also ruled by Saturn, just like Capricorn, but Aquarius is much more concerned about the future. And remember, Saturn is that planet that rules over time and space, sort of like the reality of Earth. And Aquarius is a lot more to do with the people, whereas Capricorn has to do with the structures and system that the people use, but Aquarius is the people. It's society. It's humanity. If we think of the opposite sign of Aquarius, that's Leo. And Leo has to do with like the the elites, the royalty, the kings and queens, all this sort of thing. Whereas Aquarius are the people that hold up the kings and queens the government, all these sort of things. So to understand Aquarius, it's really about, um, you know, the tribe, the community. It is everyone that is existing within the society that are the everyday sort of people. So there's going to be this huge focus once Pluto is in Aquarius, where it's wanting to expose the darkness within humanity, the underlying toxicity that is taking place within society. And um, because money is so important to society, it's going to start to expose how toxic the money is because we are at peak toxicity within this monetary cycle. If you understand the fiat debt-based system, you'll understand that it can only go on for so long and that it actually like ruins societies because of how toxic the system is. When a central force can just print as much money as they choose and spend it the way they choose, it it becomes more and more centrally controlled. The everyday people fall into control, dictatorships. You see mass surveillance states start to take place because for the elites to still control the people, they have to hammer down on this fiat currency system. So what has been talked about is the central bank digital currency that is um, 
how, you know, the elites think they're going to solve this um, monetary crisis because they understand at the end of the day, like you can only bail out the bank so many times before there's nothing left to bail out. And um, what they're really threatened by is is Bitcoin. They're threatened by Bitcoin because it is a freedom money. It's a freedom technology that is going to allow the everyday person to hold their purchasing power, to um, not have to trust a third party to hold their money. So, and so much more. But what I really want to touch on is like, this is obviously going to be a slow process, a monetary shift. Like, will it happen in my lifetime? I don't know. Um, but I do know that we are we are going to be in the shift of it. So, they know it's crumbling. They know this fiat currency can only last so long. So, they keep trying to you know, find a new way to bail it out. And if we look at Aquarius, it's very much rules over technology. So we know we're moving into this technological future. We, because also we look at, we're also in this air age. We left the earth age at the end of 2020 and we moved into an air age, which is all about innovation, technology, and, um, just massive change in a quick way that sort of spreads things out in a decentralized way. That the air age is much more decentralized, whereas the earth Earth age is a much more centralized, um, top-down sort of approach. And like you can even take the example of like the air age and that starting at the end of 2020 and like what we're witnessing even... Um, Like if you look at animals that, um, you know, that are in the air. So let's, let's look at the bird, right? And the bird um, sharing information and how Twitter is the logo of a bird. And it is one of the only social media places where you can share information that is not being censored now. And also... They have this really neat thing on Twitter known as spaces where all these people can come in and share their, you know, ideas and knowledge around certain things. And it's reaching a mass amount of people. And it's really interesting that we started to transition into this air age in 2000. So since 2000 to 2020, we've really been in this internet age and internet is the decentralization of information and bitcoin is the decentralization of money so right now with our current monetary system we need to rely on a third party a central force to manage and hold our money the banks whereas with bitcoin it is you don't need to rely on a third party. It is a trustless system that is decentralized all over the world where there are people all over the world running what they call a node and that node 
validates the transactions and allows so that you don't need to trust one central source to validate a transaction. Like there's just going to be so much change as Pluto moves through Aquarius. But I do see a very um, dystopian sort of world to um, start out with. So let's look at the first decan of Aquarius to better understand what I mean by how this is going to sort of be a little bit more dystopian to begin with. So the first decan of Aquarius in Austin Coppock's book, 36 Faces, is referred to as the Mark of Exile. And it is ruled by the Five of Swords. So if you're, um, you know, the tarot, pull it up, look at the Five of Swords, and that will give you an image for this decan. And a decan is... There's 36 decans or faces in the astrology chart. And that means each sign breaks up into three 10 degree parts. And each of those 10 degrees is ruled by a decan. So now this first decan of Aquarius is really important for us to pay attention to. And yes, so it's known as the mark of exile. And people that have planets in this part of Aquarius are sort of known to be like little rebels. And um, they sort of are not afraid to stand up against something that is um, seen as corrupt or wrong. They will um, leave the the group of people who are more the maybe the more prominent ones they'll leave that group and exile themselves based on a value that they do not align with that group of people so let's take an example of this so back in um back when we had the covid um shots roll out that was when we had Saturn in the first decan of Aquarius. And then when they brought out the vaccine passports, Saturn was also in the first decan of Aquarius. And we literally watched people be exiled from the group, whether they chose to or they were like forced to, you know, they were removed, fired from their jobs. They couldn't um, participate in um, like going to the restaurants and, and, and things that society would do, they were pushed out of. Now remember, Saturn is a um, much more constrictive, isolating energy. And um, so it was really interesting to see how that played out. But these people not only did these people get exiled, but we watched a huge group of people choose to exile themselves from the group. So there were people that, you know, they went and they, they got the vaccine. They, they did the things. 
But then when they watched how society, this, this group of society who were trying to force it on them, and we watched them being exiled, this other group of people stood up and said, that's it, I'm leaving this vaccine group. I'm leaving you guys and I'm going to go stand with the unvaccinated and, and exile themselves from a group. So it's very much like that rebel energy, people standing up against something and sort of putting themselves on the line for it. Um, so that's really important to um, understand that we kind of watch this play take place already. And now Pluto, so Pluto's going to go into Aquarius on March 23rd, and it is going to stay there till June, but then it's going to go back into Capricorn. And then it's going to go, go forward into Aquarius and back into Capricorn. And it's going to do this all the way until the end of 2024. And then it's going to stay in that first decan of in a, the first decan of Aquarius until 2030. So it is going to be in there for the rest of the decade. And Pluto is, Pluto takes stuff that are really like something really small and it will blow it up huge. And what I'm really, really think we're going to start to see as, um, more into the 2024s, but like the amount of um, revolts and people rebelling against the current system and the way it is, more and more people are going to be exiled from that system based on their own choosing of it. That this no longer aligns with society's values, the everyday people. This system isn't for the people. And it's going to be this like power to the people. More and more people joining the revolution so that we can create a future that is for the people. Remember Aquarius is very much future orientated and it it is for the people. So, um, I think there's just like, and we're going to see this build more and more and more. Like we're already seeing it, right? Um, it's not just an isolated incident, especially with Pluto, because this planet moves so slowly. And like right now it's sitting, like I'm recording this on um, Monday, March the 20th. Uh, it's actually the first day of spring here in the Northern Hemisphere. So you know, like we're already seeing these energies taking place, but it's just going to get even more enormous as the decade unfolds. Like what's happening in France right now? And the last time um, Pluto was in Aquarius, we actually saw the French Revolution. And like historically, when Pluto is in Aquarius, we see um, more and more rebellions against control, tyranny, and dictatorships. This just happens throughout history over and over. So it's, I think we're going to see a lot of darkness in this first decade, or sorry, in the decade that we're in right now. 
Um, it also correlates with the fourth turning and it being the winter and the collapse and the exposing of all the corruption. And I actually can see the government unrolling out the central bank digital currency because the monetary system is so weak that they have to bring out something that where they can still have control. Because with a central bank digital currency, the government still have control. But it's even worse because they can program the central bank digital currency for the way they see fit, the way they want you to spend the money, how long you have access to your money, all these kinds of things. And the, the central bank digital currency is a, being created also in a di direct response to Bitcoin. Bitcoin is money for the people. It is money for this Aquarius age that we're moving into. And so I always like, you know, it's darkest before dawn. So, and I think though, like when they roll it out to, it'll be like, oh, there's this big crisis happening with the money and we have to, you know, we need to help the people and with the central bank digital currency will, will come a universal basic income. But this is all just fiat this fiat currency that we're having now, like on another level of censorship, dictatorship, surveillance state, dystopia, they'll mask it as, oh, we're trying to help you, but it'll actually make society worse and worse until enough people start to wake up to um, a sound monetary solution. And I think it's Bitcoin. But there's other things being created right now. Like we hear, if you've heard of the BRICS, that is a, another currency that is being developed between other countries where they're trying to make a currency that's actually backed by commodities. Because the dollar right now, every fiat currency that's in circulation right now is backed by the U.S. dollar. It's not backed by anything sound like gold or like anything where you need to do work to get it. It is just backed by the government. And um, this changed in 1971. And if you look at how, look at how bad the world has gotten since 1971. Look at how much um, homelessness there is, how much drug addiction there is, it, how much wealth inequality there is and this is because of the monetary system and um so i think you know we're gonna play out this this darker part and i think with the money and the change in the money we're gonna start to see huge huge um revolts taking place people saying like like, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out, but maybe there'll be people that, you know, we, we do do this central bank digital currency and we go into this whole social credit, this real bad dystopian thing until enough people rise up or what I actually personally think it will be. I think like, especially here, we like our freedom. We are not China. We are not going to allow this. And I think we're just going to see more and more people getting angry and realizing that they've been duped by the system and that like 
all the money that you're saving, you're losing your purchasing power on because the government just keeps printing more and more money. And, you know, this whole what's happening with these banks and everything and how they're caught in this really um, bad place right now because they have been raising the interest rates and now banks can't afford um, the rates, what they have to pay back on with the bonds that they're holding. So the, the Fed need to lower the interest rates, but if they do that to help out the banks, they're actually going to screw the people because inflation is going to go higher and higher. So they're really caught now in this, they're caught. And um, so there's going to be more and more of this playing out, just like crisis and they try to, you know, quell the crisis here, more money, more money. And then another crisis pops up. This will just keep playing out um, until they eventually have to unleash this central bank digital currency. And, and everything starts to shift within, you know, even the, the superpowers of the world, all this kind of stuff starts to shift during this decade. And, um, yeah, but I just like, don't want people to lose hope if they're looking around and they're just like, what is happening to the world? This is exactly where we are supposed to be in our current cycle of everything. It's, you know, the systems are actually being exposed for what they are. And, you know, the truth isn't always pleasant. And Pluto exposes these truths, these hard truths we don't want to necessarily look at, but we need to look at them. And um, yeah, so there's just, there's a lot of mass rising ups, revolutions, revolts against how the central forces have been managing the systems. And I think it's very interesting that in 2009, Bitcoin was created after the global financial crisis because someone or a group of people, people woke up to the fact that even gold, the, the money that we had before, which is a much more sound monetary system, can still be corrupted. We, we had 1971, America stole the world's gold. So Bitcoin is um, something where they can only steal it from you if they know that 12 to 24 digit password and if you memorize that, you can keep that in your head. Like, it's digital. It is, it's, you can't just grab it from someone else. And that totally speaks to this air age that we're moving into. Digital money. Digital money is going to be the future. And right now, already, most of our money is digital. But the difference with a central bank digital currency is they can program this thing. They could say, Okay, here, you get your universal basic income, but you can only buy um, food, you know, things that they deem appropriate for you to buy, and it expires in 30 days. 
and you're living in this system where you're basically being controlled. And that, that is a reality that is not too off in the future. So we really need to wake up to this money and how toxic it is and how so many of, so many people like, okay, the money is so important. We use money every single day and they, they obviously made the system so complex and so boring too because they use all these weird fancy words and you have to like literally learn a new language to start to understand it because they don't want you to understand it they don't want you to they want to blame everything on capitalism but the thing is we've never really had true capitalism because the monetary system isn't doesn't allow true capitalism in the sense capitalism really is freedom because capitalism allows you to have your own business and make your own money. And that is what they have been using as the scapegoat as to why everything is the way it is. Oh, it's capitalism. Yes, corporations have definitely benefited off of this toxic money, of course. But we need to remember that if the money was fixed, capitalism would be fixed because things that need to fail would fail. But under this current system, if a central force doesn't want something to fail, they can just keep printing more and more and more money. They just create the rules and all the plebs, all of society, the everyday people suffer. They're living in this gaslit world. What is going on? I don't understand learn the money. It's all about the money. We have very toxic money right now. And um, that is going to be a huge thing that is going to be exposed as Pluto moves through this first decan Aquarius. And then, you know, going back into Capricorn over these next two years, that's going to just be such a huge highlight of it. And um, yeah, so at this time, you know, if you're the type of person that is, you know, enraged by the amount of poverty and the amount of homelessness and how it just looks like the world is getting worse and worse and worse, start to learn about the money because there is a lifeboat and Bitcoin is that lifeboat. And it was literally created for these times. And um, yeah, I, I just, I, I think it's going to be a real wild rest of this decade. Um, really, and that's where I'm like 2024, 2025 being um, really, you know, huge in the collective. Like we'll see Saturn and we'll see... Um, Neptune both move into Aries at that time and I almost feel like that could be a time where a lot of people do wake up out of this fever dream of you know the governments are not really there for the people but they're actually there for their own best interests governments used to be were made for the people the people being Aquarius right 
But now with Pluto going through Aquarius, it's going to wake people up to the fact that, hey, how, I don't see how this government is actually for the people. Um, yeah, so, you know, there's, uh, we're, we're truly living in these ex historic times. And um, yeah, I just, I wish everyone all the best. Remember the revolution will not be televised, but it will be internized. <laughs> well, I, you know what I mean. It'll be on the internet, which I think is super cool because, you know, the internet, it was, it is the decentralization of information. It is allowing the people to wake up on huge, huge numbers with the corruption and Bitcoin is like the internet in the sense of like it's this new emerging technology and it is decentralizing the money the internet decentralizes the information and now bitcoin's going to decentralize the money it's the best form of money we've ever found and we are so so early it's so so new and remember people said in the 90s that the internet is just this passing fad. It's, it's who's going to use it. There's all this kind of stuff. And look at us now. Like I never thought the technology would advance the way it has so quickly. And that is what Bitcoin is going to be like. Like even if you think about before there was cars, we used horses. And when the car was invented, people were like, well, that thing's dangerous. I don't understand it. How, you know, like every time there's a new technology, there's always people saying like, oh, we can't do that. But Pluto is this evolutionary planet and it evolves and changes things. So, um, yeah, I really feel like, you know, we're going to see the dark play out, but we're also going to see the light play out. And there is hope in Bitcoin, in the people's money. And this has already been proven because when we saw the trucker convoy happen and we saw the government freeze everyday peaceful Canadian protesters' bank accounts, not even all of them were protesting. A lot of these people just donated. And when they froze that money, the only money that actually got through to the truckers was the Bitcoin money. The government couldn't seize that money. So we're already seeing it. So yeah, so that's um, what I have to say with what is coming up with uh, Pluto's enter entrance into Aquarius and lots more to come as always. And um, I wish you all the best in these historic times. So I wanted to let you know that I am offering donation-based readings. So if you are interested in seeing where Pluto is moving in your chart and all the big changes that are coming up with the astrology of 2023, um, yeah, reach out. I am offering these donation-based readings. And if you want to learn more about them, more about me, check out my website, 
lindsaytomlinson.com. I will leave it in the show notes as well as all the social media places you can find me. All right, everyone. I wish you all the best as always and may the force be with you.